0: We're live, Live, Saturday morning. morning. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shack shack of Sit. Sit. (laughs) (laughs) We tried.
1: We're your hosts,
0: Kayla. And Crystal. Thank you for joining us. We are, well, we've decided just to jump in today, and we were sitting at the kitchen table talking, and I said, hey, we should hop on the podcast real fast and talk about this nonsense bullshit. And she said, okay, let's do it. We you know when you're scrolling on TikTok and you kind of have like a conversation about like all the hot bullshit like going on with celebrities and stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen this but Amanda Bynes I love
1: her. I do too Goodness. What happened?
0: What the fuck? And I don't mean that in a degrading way.
1: No non-judgmental just like there's something going on and it's way before now. It's way before now.
0: She obviously has trauma. I mean, most adults <laughs> this day and age do, right? They all do. But why? I mean, even being so, she's an actress. Why is she on TikTok just so monotone and like lifeless, emotionalless, emotionalless, dude? I feel, I feel so bad for her. Because, I mean, is she at a point right now to where her parents, like, can't even say anything to her? You know what I mean? Like, is she non-approachable?
1: Yeah, like, she's soulless. It's creepy.
0: Yeah. And, you know, people can say what they want. I'm not talking about her looks. I'm not talking about the fact that she's gone and gotten Botox. Like, that isn't even what's on my radar Her mental health yeah I'm talking about her mental health and when did it when was the pivoting point in her life where she was just like yeah fuck this I'm not doing this
1: the thing is is like she's out of her conservatorship now and I feel like it's a little more chaotic and her mental health is loud louder than it was than just drinking and going out, you know, like.
0: Well, I think it's because now that she's out of it, she's capable of being able to, like, post what she wants, do what she wants. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in that, just like, I mean, look at Wendy Williams. Right now, we're not seeing anything of her or what she's doing. And where the fuck is she? Her, I mean, her entire family, supposedly, Her son's like, we don't even get to see her right now.
1: There was a post yesterday or the day before, though, stating that she is has, like, dementia. Is that true? I don't know.
0: Right. And the media always twists everything. You know, they have a good way of turning you against somebody in a matter of minutes. So that's one of the reasons that I really don't listen to all that, like, TMZ fucking...
1: Illuminati. Yeah, fucking bullshit. Yeah.
0: And... They say, I mean, I think a lot of the child stars, too, like back to Amanda Bynes, like the child stars that were on any child star, you know, when you go into business like that, I mean, you're working.
1: Yeah. At a young age. You're not having a normal childhood. You're not.
0: Right. And um, who else was in? Wasn't. okay. so Britney Spears, Wendy Williams. Demi Lovato, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes. I think all of them were in...
1: See, and Lindsay Lohan seems to be doing well. She's coming back into movies a little bit now. She just had a new movie on Netflix that I don't even know if it's out yet. Like, The Irish Wish or something like that. But, I mean, she seems to be doing much better. Brittany, I don't have words for? I think
0: with Britney Spears go live your life bitch you're now out of it go do whatever the fuck you want because I would be doing whatever the fuck I want to yeah and even if it is just her being like petty betty like haha look at me I can flash whatever the fuck I want in front of you I can do whatever the fuck I want wouldn't you yeah
1: but there's still just something that seems off I just feel like I don't know if she's still stuck in, like, PR contracts or what, but I feel like she's still being forced to do stuff that she doesn't want to do. Yeah. But even if,
0: I don't know, I mean, you would think that her, I I what I really think it is is the people that are around her are more than likely taking advantage of her. And I, just like Wendy Williams, you know, her sister spoke up or her son and said, the people that are around her right now are currently taking advantage of her and her money. And, like, that's the sad part of this, you know? Everybody thinks that they want to be a celebrity and everybody thinks that they want to be in the limelight until this kind of shit happens,
1: yeah, you know? Yeah, they can, no matter what, they can make someone look crazy in the media. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. The media then, can twist anyway. You know, just, like, The more you scream, I'm not crazy, the crazier you look. No one's going to believe you.
0: Nobody. Nobody will believe you. And that right there. Like
1: in the movie Gothica when she's like, when Halle Berry's like, but I'm not crazy. I didn't do it. Right.
0: And that right there is enough to drive you crazy. Yeah. Drive you absolutely mad. You would be absolutely mad. I would. I'd be fucking, I'd go fucking insane.
1: Just trying to prove that, like, trying to prove
0: that you're not insane.
1: And trying you, to prove
0: that you're fucking normal and that you can make...
1: And then you look more crazy. Yeah.
0: I mean, imagine Britney Spears. You're just trying to prove that you're capable of making your own decisions. I mean, she couldn't even fucking drive her own cars.
1: Or decide whether or not she wanted birth control.
0: Right. Do th- She couldn't make her own decisions over her own fucking body, let alone her own life. The car's... That she worked her ass off for. The money that she worked her ass off for day in and day out.
1: And then being forced on top of that to go to Vegas and dance and work. Yeah. A few family.
0: Right. And it was because she was on it. And I don't
1: know how she still did it. Like, I know they were taking things away from her. And so she was trying to, like, go along with it. But, like, she's stronger than me because I would have just laid in bed and given up.
0: Me too. Probably. Yeah definitely I would have just been like oh well fuck you go on with your bad self and take my money but I'm not going to make any more for you
1: No, I'm not
0: going to make it I'm not going to make any more fucking money for you for you to just take it away from me she said that she would go downstairs I watched that documentary and she said that she would go downstairs there was a picture of her and her mom on the kitchen counter and every morning she would flip it back up and set it up so that she could see the picture and her mom would come down right behind her and just set it down flip it over yeah and
1: what kind of narcissistic mind game is that
0: right who does that to somebody
1: right especially their daughter
0: right and especially their daughter who you wouldn't even be in the house that you're in if it weren't for her
1: yeah do you want to go back to Louisiana right I mean it's crazy
0: and I'm not saying that they weren't well off before I don't know their situation but regardless you weren't that well
1: off no be grateful for what you have and I mean, honestly, she probably was giving them money before the conservatorship. Yeah, I'm sure. And helping them. And then you have Jamie Spears, Jamie Lynn, who also is, you know, you put her in acting and dancing and stuff as well. So you have two well-off daughters.
0: Did, Did she ever come forward and say anything, though, about
1: that? Like, did she ever say anything about Britney... I, I never really heard her side. Um, anything I've seen, she's kind of like playing victim, crying. It's it's like beating around the bush. She never fully is like, oh, my parents did this or, oh, Brittany did that. It's always like, well, you know, I was put in a situation, you know.
0: Yeah, which maybe she was scared that they'd do the same to her Yeah. at that point. But
1: it's hard to tell. You don't know, like, if she is just like her parents or if she is afraid of her parents. Yeah, so I don't blame her either way because you just never know.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Cause you and didn't... think, think how our mother—that's what I was going to say—each other. Yeah, and how many times I wasn't there for you because she made me believe. Well, this, this, and this, and you're the golden child, right? If Jamie Lynn is in that mindset still, then it's completely believable that she right. would not be there for Brittany in the ways that Brittany needed her
0: yeah dude yeah because I remember being younger and being like well I can't really tell my sister anything because she's got her head so far up my mom's fucking ass really that she could like lick her fucking tonsils so <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking I'm not even gonna like confine in her because it's just gonna get back to my mom and she's gonna judge me just as harshly because at that point it's like I didn't know if she was like I didn't know if you were too scared to even you know what I mean like I didn't know if you were but- scared or the same
1: it wasn't that I was scared it was that I was blind right I didn't even see it then growing up certain little things would happen and I'm like oh I think about it but then obviously now yeah now it's like the blindfold is off there's no going back there's no unseeing it there's no yeah
0: and I think sometimes that kind of stuff just happens with age you know yeah like it, it Unless you're just completely brainwashed to the point of no return. And some people are. That's fucking scary.
1: I couldn't imagine going my entire life. Now that I'm out of it. Going my entire life like that.
0: Right. What do you think the turning point was for you? Like that pivotal moment where you were like, wow, she is a fucking psycho.
1: Probably when she started making up lies and talking about me to the family instead of coming to me, but then, like, the big, big thing was over the summer when we had our conversation and I kept trying to tell her, like, this is what hurts me. This is what hurts my feelings. This is... And it was a blame game of, you know, blaming you. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to tell you my individual personal feelings Feelings. It has nothing to do with her. And then she literally screamed, I'm not ever changing. And that was just like, okay. Right. She's not changing. She didn't want it to be about her. No. Or about you. And the way that conversation went down, you know, she started off like crying and being the victim. And the second I don't go along with what she was saying then by the end of that conversation I was the bad person
0: right she went through every stage of narcissistic behavior in that conversation
1: yeah in a matter of 20 minutes because it was like well you know I just don't understand and your sister may you not talk to me and then it was well, if I'm such a bad grandma, then why do you let... Or if I'm such a bad mother, then why do you let my grandkids come see me? And I'm like, because I thought that you still would want a relationship with them. Right. Do you not want me to let you see them? Like, I don't understand what you're asking me. And then it was, it's so-and-so's fault. It's your sister's fault. da da And I was still standing my ground like, no, 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 no. And then it was... You you know whatever like talking shit to me and then I'm never going to change yelling at me and I was like you know what that's all I needed to hear thank you have a great night right
0: and it's sad too like when somebody comes to you and they're like this is how I feel this is what I would like to see happen and the person on the other end is just completely just like you can go fuck yourself Yeah. Basically, you know.
1: But even after that, I did have moments, little moments of hope.
0: Yeah. And I think you, I think there's going to be points in your life where you always do. That's the trauma bond. Or the grief. Because with grief, it's like a sporadic, you know, it happens spontaneously and you're just driving. And especially when you're grieving over something or someone that is still existing in the world that you're in you know
1: yeah it's not like something happened and you're grieving because you're never going to see them it's they're still here they are still able to compromise with you and try to have a convert not even a conversation a relationship with you with healthy boundaries in place
0: yeah but they choose not it's not even the fact that they choose not to well they do everything is based on choices right but With a narcissist, they're incapable of doing so because they have no way of having empathy and they have no way of choosing. I mean, they do, but they they won't is the thing. They won't because then that gives them, that gives their power away. They, they, They will be out of, the ball is no longer in their court.
1: Yeah, when it's not, that's when the shit-talking and the bashing starts. Yeah. And then someone else becomes the golden child, and then, you know, now you're not the only black sheep. We we got our own flock of sheep over here. We're all black over here, black sheep. Right, right.
0: And, you know, I can't tell you how many times, (laughs) speaking of black sheep, I can't tell you how many times, like, bitch, I am the blackest fucking sheep in this family, and...
1: But not consistently. Yeah. Because that's part of the mind game. Right. It's the, well, today, today you're the golden child because Kayla's mad at me.
0: Right. And then, but I remember, like, every fucking holiday, you know, she will make sure to bring up the fact that I'm a fuck up. You know what I mean? Somewhere along the lines, her or Mamaw, honestly, they would both, like, it never fails on christmas or thanksgiving whenever we have the it's not even a holiday whenever we have the family together and we're all sitting at the table they always have to make it a fucking point to be like oh yeah by the way crystal's a fuck up and she did this this and this in her life and it's like why do we always have to touch base on that everybody already fucking knows and then it got to a point to where i was like overthinking it so much like oh my gosh maybe I should fucking just go ahead and bring it up so that I can get it out of the fucking way
1: but that's the issue with our family we sweep their stuff under the rug yeah our stuff will forever be on top topic at the table we can never sit and be present in the moment unless we bring up something about them and then it's like well so anyways um, I was thinking.
0: Well, it's either anyway. I was thinking or fuck you. I can't believe that you would fucking talk about me like that. Yeah. Just like, so I made this um, TikTok video joking about how, you know, my cat had to go into the vet, okay? He had his penis clogged up with all these crystals. Like, I don't know. <laughs> fucking. He
1: gets in some pickly situations.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck. He got himself in a pickle dick. And, and like, he was, I don't know, he was just acting really weird. So Jordan takes him to the fucking vet and they're like, yeah, by the way, his dick's all fucking clogged up, crystallized (laughs) and shit. And your cat's going to cost $1,200. I'm like, gosh, damn. And, you know, we rescued him. And I have two cats. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not just going to be like, all right, well, that's fine. We could just go ahead and put him to sleep. Dun, dun, dun. Like, no. So. He was in ICU, dude, for three days. And that's really what costs them the most amount of money. You know what I mean? So, um, Mama was like, I called Mama to let her know. I was like, yeah, Finn's in the vet or he's in the hospital. He's in ICU or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I bet he's in a lot of pain. You know, if I were you and if it gets to be too expensive, I just put him down. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, like I'm not doing that. I'm going to, you know, cause she's got animals. You know, she has animals. I She would never, right? So jokingly, and if you go and watch the TikTok, anybody that is has a fucking thumb knows that it's a joke. I said, yeah, I called my grandma. My grandma was like, yeah, put your cat down. Joking, I said, why don't we put you down, Barb? Like, I have fucking the means to put my grandma fucking under anesthesia and just drop her fucking dead or put her in a fucking assisted living home. It was a joke. Do you know this woman did not show up to Christmas? She did not fucking come to my house for Christmas over that fucking video.
1: And I spoke with her after that. And I told her, I was like, I I do believe it was a joke. And she was like, no, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. Where do you think we got our sense of humor, girl? And
0: And I thought for sure, I really, listen, I did not make that video to intentionally hurt her or... I really thought she would laugh about it. Call me and be like, oh my gosh, you're hilarious. Crystal Crystal Anne, I can't believe that you would do that. Blah, blah, blah. It went the other way. I apologized for hurting her feelings. But here's the thing with our family. They always want it to be like in control. So what does she say to me? She says, you need to delete that video right now. And don't let me ever fucking hear my name come out of your mouth again.
1: Because it was her reputation and the way she looks online.
0: Yep. She said, you're going to ever, you want. This is her words. You want everybody to think I'm a bad person. Bitch, what the fuck? Nobody even knows you. And I don't care if anybody thinks you're a bad person or not. Nobody's going to think you're a bad person because of that video. I promise you.
1: I promise you that. Nobody. It's not like that video went viral and everyone's like, oh, grab your pitchforks. Yeah, we're headed to Barb's. (laughs) You know, like put her
0: down, put her down, burn her at the stake. Nobody gives a fuck. And she has said and not that not comparing and this isn't me justifying it but we have a joking relationship and she has said way worse things to me in a manner like that you know and so I just I really thought she was going to take it as a joke but I didn't delete the video because it's my TikTok it's my life it's my story in the past had this been a few years ago I would have deleted the TikTok I I really would have deleted the video and not even looked like people, please. Yeah. And not even thought twice about it. And I went back and forth in my mind about that for like days because I, you know, I thought, well, if I, I really don't want to hurt somebody's feelings because I'm, I don't, you know, and if somebody comes to me once again, it's like you telling mom that she hurt your feelings and then her being like, well, go fuck yourself. I kind of felt in like I was in that situation where she was telling me that I hurt her feelings and I was like, well, go fuck yourself because I'm not deleting the video. But
1: there's a fine line of having boundaries and control over your own life, especially when it was in a joking manner. Obviously, if you said something like, like that isn't even something that is a reality because you can't put her in a home. You can't euthanize her. Right. So there's only one way to take that. But if you had said something different that was not a joke. Right. Then I could understand Right. And I'm like, what the? I don't know. It was just such fucking bullshit. To think how, even when I was little, because I was very sensitive, they would always be like, you can never take a joke. And I'd be like, you hurt my feelings. And they never gave a fuck.
0: Not a single fuck given. I, I, and I
1: would like bawl my eyes out at shit that they would say. Right. And while, yeah, it was joking, it hurt. But we were
0: born into a family. Like, we
1: literally popped out the womb.
0: Well, we were, bo- we were created in a womb with no fucks given, but
1: they would not, they would take it <laughs> I as I take far, my
0: s- sweatshirt off. Go ahead. Keep going though.
1: They would take it as far as making fun of me. It wasn't even a joke.
0: Yeah. Not realizing that you're just a sensitive child. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But I mean like they would make fun of stuff like, oh look, she slicks her hair down after she gets out of the shower. And I'm like in third grade okay so help me do something about it if you don't like the way it looks right and they did that to me too I mean
0: I sucked my thumb when I was little and from the time I was born I sucked my thumb and I don't know if it was a coping mechanism to kind of like coddle myself in a way to obviously I don't know like baby myself when nobody else was around to do
1: so like your security blanket yeah
0: and you guys I'm 36 years old and I still suck my thumb mic drop (laughs) not not as much as I used to but sometimes like if I get anxiety or if I'm lying in bed and I can't sleep that's when I do it and I cannot tell you how even still to this day they make fun of me it's never, they've always used humor or making fun of to get through life. So,
1: when it comes to us,
0: yeah, it's, it's just a joke. But when we say something, it's fuck you. I'm I'd, not coming to
1: your family event.
0: And let me paint you this picture. So, everybody already knows that my grandma's like keeping up with the Joneses type of person, right? And if you ask her on a good day, she will, she will admit that. On a bad day, she'll say, fuck you, I don't care what anybody thinks, if that makes sense. Like, she's like, I'm old enough now, I just don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I won't wear a bra in public, I won't have to wear any makeup, and, and, and then on another day she'll be like, I'm vain, I have to have makeup on and a bra, I can't leave, I can't go to Walmart without a bra on, blah, 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 okay? So, we grew up kind of having like, we always had to look a certain way. Don't you think? Yeah. I fucking forget where I was going with that. What was I talking about before that?
1: You were talking about how, like, one day she's like this and one day she's like that. Oh,
0: yeah. And she was, she's always about family. So every Christmas when we were younger until about the age of 15, we had Christmas at her house, okay? She lived in the house that, like, the house that I came home to was her house in Florence, Kentucky like, on Kelly Drive, okay? And we stayed in that house for 30 years. 30,
1: 32? Somewhere around there.
0: Okay? She got another house. Ever since she bought that house, after 30 fucking years, which is a bigger house, mind you, she hasn't had Christmas in it because she said that it's not big enough, but it's a bigger house than what we used to have Christmas in, so whatever the fuck that means. I don't make that make sense. So... She's always the one that was like, please come to Christmas. Make sure you don't miss Christmas because, you know, there's always somebody feuding, fucking, and fighting in our family. So whatever. Last Christmas, she did not show up at my house for Christmas because obviously I refused to go to my mother's house. I will never go. They decided to have Christmas at my mother's house where half of the fucking family will not go because she's a narcissistic, you know, and Everybody's, all of like, they're still surprised. Last year, I didn't go to my mother's. The year before that, I didn't go to my mother's. I know. They still call me like,
1: well, aren't you going to go? No. Like, what are you fucking, what do you mean? Like, no, I'm not fucking going. Nothing's changed about my boundaries.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, nope, my boundaries are still that. I'm still not going to go. And so I said, Kayla and I were like, we're going to start our own traditions. And we're going to have Christmas here. We're going to have the holidays here at my house. So- we invite Mama. mamma says, yes, she's coming. They're all going to come to my house, right, after my mom's. So after I posted that video about my cat's dick and putting my grandma to sleep, she didn't show up at Christmas. She did not show up to my Christmas. So now, and this isn't me being petty. I just want to explain this, not that I have to explain myself, but I will not, I will not do another invite you will you will not be invited to my house next fucking christmas
1: but we're not invited to anything anyways most of the time usually it's already happening and then if we happen to overhear about it or stop by didn't you know you were invited you're always invited how the fuck am i invited if i didn't even know about it yeah tell me or or we'll accidentally we'll
0: just randomly like stop by because sometimes i still get mail over there And I'll randomly, like, stop by, and everybody will just be there having a fucking cookout. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? My birthday. Yeah. Your birthday, bitch. My sister's birthday.
1: Which is a hard day for me because I was born on my father's birthday. So every year, I have to wake up knowing that he's going to forget my birthday because he's somewhere on drugs. And it's his fucking birthday also. And then last year, my sister calls me, and she's like... Are you coming to Mamos for the fucking grill out? Uncle Jim's in from out of town. Everybody's here. Because I thought, I
0: wasn't there yet. I was still at my house. But I thought that the whole, the grill out originally was planned because it's Kayla's birthday. And my Uncle Jim was there. So I was like, oh, maybe they're just going to like kill two birds with one stone type shit. No, that wasn't the case. Kayla wasn't even fucking invited to the grill out.
1: Like, what the fuck? On my birthday that my whole family was at. And the whole birthday. That was another point for me where I was like, fuck that. fuck all of you. Yeah. And and not to mention. I it, cried on my birthday because of dad, because of mom, because of mom,
0: all of them. Yeah. And not to mention, they all know, they're well fucking aware that she has the same birthday as my father. And my father. How, how do you have the same exact birthday as your, as your uh, child? And you fucking forget you don't even call your child and maybe he doesn't forget but he doesn't call and he doesn't do anything which mind you this isn't me justifying his behaviors but he is on drugs and Kayla has fucking shut him down numerous times and after getting so many years of rejection I can see him just giving up because that's just the type of person that he is because I kind of have that inside of me as well at times like after being rejected kind of like with mom and my son You know, like I I see like that side of it because of my situation. But still, our family knows. Our family knows that Kayla has the same fucking birthday as our dad and that he doesn't fucking call her. So they just go ahead and decide to have a big fucking family get together and barbecue and not invite Kayla. And the only reason I knew about it is because I had called Mama and said, hey, are we going to get together for Kayla's birthday or can Kayla and I come over do you want to have like a little get together a little dinner and she's like oh everybody's already over here we're having a barbecue uh because Uncle Jim's in town and I'm like oh for Kayla's birthday and she's like no
1: and I think you told me that you even asked her if she invited me
0: yeah I didn't she's like oh no I didn't because this was the last minute I really didn't even invite any of the other people that are here either I'm sitting there thinking like
1: Oh, they just all knew to show up at your house on the same day? At the same it time? And happened to
0: be Kayla's birthday? Right. <laughs> at the same time, and they're all just... you're, And you happen to just have
1: all the fucking food ready? And me being me, although I cried that entire day, I still came, like, in my mind, because of all of the narcissism in our family, like, oh, well, you know... What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And then, you know, hearing it from not just you, but other people in my life and friends. Like, no, your family is fucked up for doing that to you. Like, who does that? Yeah. And they and never- then still pretend like, hey, 10 o'clock at night, happy birthday.
0: Yeah. And they never see. They still... If we were to bring that up, which obviously we we won't, but... I if, never have. Right. I should have. Yeah. But if we were, it would always be swept under the rug and nobody else's fault. It wouldn't be their fault. It would be, oh, Kayla. It
1: wouldn't be, I'm sorry that I didn't invite you. It wasn't for that. I'm so sorry that I made you feel like that on your birthday. No, it would be... I mean, I didn't invite anyone. Right. It would be like, sorry, you feel that
0: way. Yeah. Sorry, you feel that way. But I didn't invite any of the other people that were here either. We didn't have this planned. You know, we didn't plan this. Well, somewhere along the fucking lines, something was fucking planned because everybody was there. And then I showed up, remember? And I and I said, what do you want me to say when I get there? I think I waited until I got there and I was like, Kayla's not here on her fucking birthday and I only I didn't even stay that long because I was just so fucking sick at the fact that my sister's birthday is going on right now like this is the day of birth for her and nothing everybody else is just like oh yeah well we're just here at mamas house and we're just not even gonna call Kayla and invite her but this year on my grandma's birthday which just so happens to be three days ago
1: on the 21st? Four?
0: Uh, yeah, four or days three. ago. yeah. Sorry. February 21st. I was so fucking busy at work. I get up at 545, 530 every morning, okay? Kayla got up. She already texted Mammal happy birthday. Typically, we kind of have this thing in our family that we always try to beat my grandfather. It's never about Mammal, really. We always try to be the first one to tell Papa happy birthday. But sometimes we do it over Mammal, too. Not, Not really, but... Kayla went ahead and said, hey, happy birthday. I didn't tell her happy birthday until later in the afternoon because once I got to work, I had to take the girls to doctor's appointments and shit. I tell her happy birthday and she's like, thanks or whatever. And I said, yeah, I got really busy at work. I had to take the girls to doctor's appointments or I would have said happy birthday sooner. And I don't really know what made me say that, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. And she's like, yeah, your sister definitely beat you to it. And I don't know what the fuck she expected after that. I just didn't even say anything back because I've come to accept the fact that when they respond negatively, they want a negative response and they want a reaction. And I'm just not fucking giving it anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to fall into the trap of that kind of bullshit. I don't have to.
1: And... And we try to make ourselves feel better, I think, or at least for me, by saying, like, oh, you know, I think she subconsciously does this. But at this point, I don't know anymore. Right. I I mean... Do I think she's like our mother? No. Do I think our mother learned things from her? Yes. Right. I think that
0: she's... um. An intelligent enough woman. I think she's a very intelligent woman. And I think that she knows what the fuck she's doing. And I think she knows more so because we fucking told her. That's how I know she knows. Because I've gone to her face to face and said, these are the bullet points. This, 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 and this. And absolutely fucking nothing has changed and it never will so I'm the the only thing that has changed is me so I'm the one that has to fucking take a step back because I'm not gonna be I'm not living that same life I'm not and doing I that think,
1: you know it's hard for us because no one before us has set boundaries our family doesn't have healthy boundaries so for us not only are we the black sheep we're cycle breakers And it's messy and hurtful and hard because we don't know the right thing or the wrong thing because while our boundaries and our mind are saying, you know, ooh, this is an ick, I don't like the way I'm being talked to or treated, our heart is like, well, there's just no way that they would really mean it like that or that they are this cold-hearted or this type of person
0: yeah I agree it's fucking messy because this is the first time anything that you do for the first time ever think about it anything that is the first time is always either uncomfortable messy it's scary so This is the first time that we're standing up for ourselves. This is the first time that we're setting healthy boundaries. This is the first time that we're cutting motherfuckers off. Saying no. Yes.
1: This is the first time. don't tolerate being treated or talked to like that. We have boundaries. And while we can be civil and get along great, but just don't step over my boundaries and I won't step over yours. Just like, you know, when she pushes the relationship to have with mom on me. And, you know, even the last time I took the kids over there did I fall into that trap again absolutely because I just want to believe and I yearn for that relationship with our mother especially because I don't have it with my father but was it a trap yeah it was and oh I wanted to
0: throw this out there for anybody that's still listening that's hung in with us here um I wanted you guys' opinions on like if you have dealt with narcissism or parents that are narcissistic or whatever, I wanted you guys to send letters in, and um, I wanted to give you my PO box. And it's PO Box 151, Turfway Road, it's Florence, Kentucky, 410 or 41022, and um, write us some letters, and you know we'll read them on here. And tell us, like, do you let your kids go over to your narcissistic parents' house? Like, how do you how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, how do you navigate not just your relationship, but your kids, especially when they've already, you know, it's one thing to just, like, have a child and you don't speak to your parents. But after they've already been around them for years and then you're growing and you're evolving into trying to be a better person and your eyes are open, how do you navigate that? Yeah,
0: or if you guys want to write in about Amanda Bynes or Wendy or Britney Spears or whatever you guys want to write in about. Just send it to the P.O. box that we have. Or and even
1: different topics that you want us to speak on.
0: Yeah. Write into the P.O. box and we'll read your letter. And I'll make a TikTok about it too so that everybody knows that they can send it in and we'll read it on the podcast. I think that's going to be a cool idea. Um,
1: but if there's something that you want to talk to us about that you don't want us to read it, but you just want to let us know you can send something in and just write on there you know like keep it confidential and we will yeah for sure
0: and we'll either write you an email send you a letter back or message you on
1: we can be pen pals yeah
0: or message you on like facebook or however you prefer you know just put via text message whatever you know um but i don't know we just wanted to hop on here today and kind of just ramble vent (laughs) vent. you're our therapist for the day thanks yeah thank you we appreciate it my husband went to go get his beard trimmed and I don't know go to the bank or something and Kayla and I have to go pick up groceries we got them I guess it's like pick up I don't know I fucking can't stand going grocery shopping anymore it's a chore
1: it is a chore and then there
0: you know it just it's like every fucking week
1: how does anyone do it I don't know. Especially in this economy. it's Fucking
0: shitty. (laughs) But again, um, the P.O. Box is P.O. Box 151, Turfway Road. Or actually, I lied. That is not it. I completely just made that up. Hold on a second. It's 1701 Turfway Road, P.O. Box 151, Florence, Kentucky, 41022.
1: We'll link it below.
0: Yeah, I'll link it in here. And if I can, Um, my husband does all the editing and all of the posting.
1: He's a great manager.
0: (laughs) So thanks, Jordan. Unpaid. But shout out to my husband. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to Rainbow Nut Butter. Um, If anybody's listening here and they haven't tried the Rainbow Nut Butter, please look them up. If you cannot purchase from them, they actually, first off, they have the best nut butter. Okay, they have soy butter. They have almond butter. It's gluten free. They, well, they have choice of gluten free. Um, it's very affordable. They support St. So Jude's. So yummy! It is so delicious. Um, it can be a okay. sinful snack. <laughs> they support St. Jude's. Um, they also support multiple other um companies in other countries. countries. Yes, in co- other countries, it's amazing. They have supported me. They have helped me grow, and it's indescribably amazing. Like the support that they have given me is indescribable but I just wanted to give them a shout out and if you guys are listening go check them out give them a like give them a follow give them some love
1: or just share something one of their tiktoks they have the cutest little they don't only have nut butter they have purses and macrame handmade things and bags like shirts hoodies and the cutest little like car on their tiktoks what is that like like their little nut hut van yeah
0: their little nut hut van it's so cute they They And all that aside, okay, let's put the flavoring aside. Let's put the fact that they are so generous. Let's put all of that aside. They are by far the kindest human beings I have ever met. Like, if you need a good pick-me-up, just reach out to Tara and Shelby. Like, they are by far the kindest human beings I have ever encountered in my entire life. And it's unfortunate that I don't get to see them on a daily
1: basis because they live in a different state. Like, fuck for that kind of kindness like what kind of family did you guys come from we need to know we need to have them on the podcast and ask like what was your family dynamic because ours was dysfunctional and we were told that's normal right
0: but I just wanted to give them a shout out Um, you know just go show them some love and we really appreciate you guys sitting here listening to us for those of you that have like this entire time just listening to us ramble on and we really appreciate all the love and support Um, if you're a first-time listener my name on tiktok is truly crystal turner um if you want to check us out and
1: kayla's and just look up kayla blake (laughs) I, i have no idea what the numbers are behind it it's like kayla blake numbers she never remembers but yeah um
0: we hope you guys have a great weekend and an even better week coming up and we love
1: you thank you for listening to us adios
0: Hello, good morning. Welcome in. I hope you guys are doing well. It's March 2nd, 2024. I'm Crystal, your host.
1: And I'm Kayla. Welcome to The Shack of Sit.
0: I hope everyone's doing well. So, we want to start off (laughs) this morning with a hot topic. Um, You know how you're just like scrolling randomly on the Book of Face, Facebook, or tiktok and you come across these like crazy fucked up stories of i don't know just random true crime shit right and kayla and i are really into true crime i don't i don't know why it's like there have it's a problem (laughs) and i feel like it's more women don't you yeah like more women are into true crime than than men i don't know jordan will sit and watch true crime with me as long as it's interesting but anyway (laughs) excuse me so this took place in danvers massachusetts and it's about a 14 year old boy named philip chisholm
1: it's recent it was october 22nd
0: 2023 so he was in high well i guess he's in middle school he's 14 right He was, I guess his feelings were hurt by his teacher, his math teacher, Colleen Ritzer, who was only 24 years old at the time. And she was, yeah, she was his math teacher. Well, high school, I guess. He was in ninth grade. So he raped her and killed her inside of the school on October 22nd in 20, oh, it says in 2013 by a student who was 14 years old at the time, which was Philip Chisholm. So he, she went to the restroom. He left class, put on latex gloves, followed her in the restroom with a box knife, cut her 16 times, raped her, left. And as he's leaving, you can see it on the camera footage that he has blood all over his right hand. Changes his clothes. Comes back to school. Leaves class again. Goes back to the bathroom.
1: With a dumpster.
0: Yeah. Like with like a recycling bin trash can. Puts her in that. Changes his clothes again. Takes her to the woods. Puts her in a shallow grave. Comes back to school without clo- without shoes on and bloody clothes. And covers her up with debris and like leaves. And shoves a huge log inside of her vagina. I mean, this is crazy. Fourteen years old.
1: Fourteen. He said he wanted to embarrass her the way she embarrassed him in class.
0: Yeah. Embarrassing, and I guess.
1: And he said, I'm the teacher now.
0: Yeah. Embarrassing her corpse. So, during trial, they, the defense, their defense was that he's psychotic he was having a psychotic episode and I just kind of want to get your guys' feedback on this like what the fuck do you think like what do you think do you think that he should be tried as an adult or do you think that he should be tried as insane like be able to plead insanity
1: I think the insanity thing is very hard because to people like us who don't think that way everything that any murderer does is insane to us because we're like how could you ever you know like Casey how could you ever
0: right like anybody that can do something of that nature is obviously mentally unstable clearly
1: yeah now do they deserve to like go be in a padded room or in prison well I think the difference
0: here's here's where here's where the difference lies for me in my mind my opinion is are they capable of being rehabilitated? Is this somebody that we can that we can allow to plead insane, you know, plead insanity, put into a insane asylum or whatever, you know, and then will he ever be capable of being put back into society? No, right. So this because... is somebody that needs to be tried in his adult and put in prison for the rest of his life.
1: Yeah. And mostly because I feel like, one, everything he did and capable of, it wasn't just one little thing. It was a whole bunch of stuff. On top of that, he got a taste of it. And if he already planned all that, you know, and was able to get away with that, I feel like he would like that, have that desire to do it again. And I think,
0: like, as I was reading... The, the like the post about it I was reflecting on the fact that this is another reason why it is so important for us to teach our children or have them in therapy and teach them how to feel their feelings identify their emotions and be able to respond in an, in a healthy manner because he obviously had his feelings hurt And hurt people hurt people. And sometimes hurt people hurt people (laughs) by murdering them because he did not know how to control his response. So this is a child we're talking about. This isn't, you know what I mean? Like at 14 years old, that's when your brain, I mean, your brain isn't even fully developed. It's just now developing. And they say like at the age of six, you're molded into the human that you're going to be. And granted, I agree by that in some stance as far as like maybe your mannerisms and your characteristics and certain things that you hold deep within your soul but as far as like your intelligence level and the way that you respond to certain situations no so he had his feelings hurt he didn't know how to identify the emotions that he was feeling he was fucking angry and the thing is is like if if he had felt some this is where it gets me and I don't know this psycho like the psychology part of this but if his feelings were hurt that fucking bad why would you rape her
1: because it's a control thing it's not a sexual desire it's I'm I'm in control of you
0: right yeah I'm in control now yeah I can see that and it's kind of degrading
1: yeah, he said he wanted to humiliate her.
0: Right. Because they ended up knowing... And they knew that... I guess she was cut everywhere, even on her vagina. But they knew that he had raped her because they found his semen on her. The Y chromosome from him. And I and mean... He,
1: like, went out to eat afterwards and went to the movies. Yeah. With her credit cards.
0: Yeah, with... They ended up... So, they... The school because he didn't come home after school so his parents called the school the school reported him missing colleen obviously was a 24 year old math teacher so i mean they kind of put two and two together once she didn't go home but obviously she's a grown-ass woman so nobody's really like oh where the fuck is colleen he goes to the movies he leaves the movies the cops see this kid walking down the highway and they're like, hey, where are you going? And he says that he's going to this like grocery store and they're like, well fucking jokes on you, buddy, because there's not a grocery store over here. And he's like caught that. Yeah, they caught that. They called it, caught his bluff. And he's like, okay they ended up finding like her underwear, her purse he used her credit card to pay for the fucking movie. And I'm just like, that right there, is it insane? Yes. It's fucked up. But that is somebody... That I feel. I feel so bad for his mother. Number one, but that is somebody that I don't feel that we will ever be able to rehabilitate and put back into society.
1: I mean, it's just, that's
0: just—that's a horrible crime. That's a horrible. It's sad
1: all the way around.
0: Ugh, I just could not imagine. Let
1: us know if you guys have heard of that case.
0: Yeah, and um, we haven't had any letters come in. We really, we really want you guys to write in. Um, And so that we can share your stories, read them out loud. If you don't want us to read them out loud, we won't. Kayla and I have a lot of time on our hands now, so hopefully we'll be coming on here and hanging out with you, sitting with you guys at the shack. But we've had a rough week. Well, I've had a rough week. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have heard, but I was fired from my job and it's fucked up. It's, it's a fucked up situation. The reason that they gave me for firing me was <laughs> because. Because. <laughs> and then it was because we're terminating you. And I said, and what's the reason? And they said, because we're terminating you because this is an at-will state. You have the right to leave and we have the right to terminate. And I worked at Children's Home of Northern Kentucky Behavioral Health. And I was a residential treatment specialist. And I could give a fuck less that I was fired in that aspect, if you know what I mean. But the grieving of the children has really taken a toll on me this week. So if I seem a little closed off, that's why. Um, I'm just kind of feeling my feelings and going through it. I did post a few TikToks about it. And... I'm angry you know but I, anger anger is a secondary emotion and I'm I'm hurt more than anything because of the passion and the time and the love and the dedication that I put into that position and for somebody that was not with them every day for them not to see that and for them to judge me on their own opinions and take my shit personal is fucked up like you know what I mean it's it's just a fucked up situation all around but we're gonna move forward we're gonna press on and we're gonna be positive and this is the end of one chapter and the beginning of another the universe has your back baby it does and I know that it, I know that it's all about trusting the time of the universe you know what I mean it's it'll be fine everything's gonna be fine anyway send um send us
1: your letters we really want to ask questions and answer questions and
0: and engage with you guys um i'm hoping that listen we want to be able to get a studio or some sort because you know right now i'm not gonna lie to you guys we're fucking just chilling in the house this is we got the shack sit in our jammies just sitting here hanging out with you guys and um we want to be able to get like a little studio or some kind so that way we can bring people in and bring bring you guys on here and you know get your stories in real life like face to face instead of just letters and don't get it fucking twisted bitch i'm trying to get drew barrymore on this bitch like (laughs) drew if you hear this baby i mean you were born to be my bestie you and jennifer lawrence hey girl hey
1: speak it into existence
0: and if anybody knows, have you guys heard of the sixth degree, like rule? So I had never heard of it until this year. Jordan told me about it. My husband, he said that between you and somebody that you want to know, or between you and anybody in the world, there are only six people between you and that person. So it's like, You know somebody that knows 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 the person. And if you think about it, like 7 billion motherfuckers. I only know like
1: two people. Right. So it's
0: like, I don't even know six people, dude. But if you think about it, like 7 billion of us motherfuckers walking around on planet earth and it's only six people between me and Jennifer Lawrence. Hello. I know somebody's listening to this that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. So hit a bitch up. (laughs) but we have so many trips planned we're going um, so we're going to California in like I want to say like 19 days if any any listeners are on here that live in San Diego write in and give me some good shit to do while I'm out there we're going skydiving and I think we're going to go to the zoo and I feel bad for going to the zoo because I always feel bad for all the animals
1: yeah they're just stuck there
0: yeah and I don't know, but they say the San Diego Zoo is something magnificent. So those are the... And we're going to Little Italy. Little Italy. Little Italy. <laughs> we're going to Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to skydive. We planned a skydiving um, at this company. I think it's called Go Jump. You're crazy. <laughs> at the, it's like at this company that's the closest to the water. It's 13,000 feet in the air, three miles down, 120 miles... Po- per hour drop like that sounds like a torture oh no i'm so fucking excited i can't believe that you wouldn't ever want to do that like hell no
1: do i want to just commit suicide sorry i shouldn't say that no i don't want to do that why what are you scared of um falling flat and dying and being little tiny splats of blood all over the concrete
0: no they have so many safety guidelines these people have been skydiving for like their entire lives
1: no, thank you. I, I'd rather not risk that.
0: So the per- there's so many parachutes. And this is how I look at it. Like, if every fucking parachute fails me, bitch, it's my time. It's my time to go at that point. I'm just like, take me. Fuck it.
1: I don't want to rely on a parachute. <laughs> and you well, there's I like, can't even get on a Ferris wheel. Oh, my God. you It would be so fun. Last time I got on a Ferris wheel at Coney Island, I cried. And I was like, get me the fuck off here. So what do you think
0: is, like, the most adventurous thing on your bucket list then? What do you want to do? Fish?
1: (laughs) I just want to go hike around Hawaii or go horseback riding. So you
0: want to go hike on volcanoes, active volcanoes, and just get blown the fuck up? (laughs) That sounds fun, (laughs) Kayla. Cool. Yeah.
1: It's a height thing, okay? I don't want to be—I don't want to do the plane thing. I don't— So you just
0: don't want to be in the air? No. Free falling? No. Okay. So you just want to walk on the ground?
1: Yeah, I want to keep my feet grounded.
0: <laughs> That's understandable. So you just want to go to Hawaii?
1: I want to backpack around Hawaii. How I wanna... do you think you're going to get to Hawaii? An airplane. Yeah, you'll be your feet will
0: be off the ground.
1: My feet will be on the airplane, not <laughs> jumping off the airplane. <laughs> just <laughs> free falling.
0: So you want to go to Hawaii? Yeah,
1: and then I want to go like... On a, on a trail with horses, you know, like you see on TV. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. I hope Roseanne Barr, is she still living there? Oh, my gosh. To be able to meet her and get her to talk, she'd yeah. be like, fuck everybody. I'm going to tell you how it is.
0: Yeah, I really love her. I feel like we would all really, we would get along really well. If we would I, either get along really well or thing. Like, clash heads. I don't
1: do anything bad, but if I could just, like, before I die, go smoke a joint with her. She'd be really cool. I don't
0: think smoking a joint's bad, but mm-hmm. I I would prefer to eat some edibles.
1: I don't know. What do you do, Roseanne? Let's do it.
0: She does it all. <laughs> I think so. I really do. do I want to go ride mode pads with her and buy those, like, I think she has, like, a bunch of goats.
1: I don't know. I love her.
0: I do, too. I She's fucking hilarious. She talked about this one time. I saw the um, podcast that she was on I forget what podcast it is cuz my fucking brain's fried from drugs but anyway I saw this podcast that she was on and she was talking about how she was actually put into this like um I don't know if it was an insane asylum but you know something of the sorts and <laughs> she said that she became friends with a girl across the hall from her and she didn't really under like comprehend how really fucked up that girl was and she said that whenever the nurses weren't looking they'd all put like their nurses uniforms on and shit and they were allowed to smoke in the facility back then you know yeah so she said she'd just pretend to be somebody that she wasn't but you know she's always been funny she was born hilarious
1: yeah but you know what's sad is a lot of the funniest people are the saddest people like
0: I don't think she's sad I just think that
1: Whenever, I feel like there's some kind of trauma there, though.
0: But I feel like whenever you're in the limelight, especially when you're funny, because let's face it, some of the funniest people seem like the bitchiest people. They're mean, but it's because half of the time they're joking and it comes off like that, and people don't know how to take a fucking joke. You know, everything's always so fucking serious. Everybody takes life so fucking serious. And so, like, when all that shit went down with her about, like, the racism shit, she explained herself, like, an astronomical amount of fucking times, and everybody still wanted to fucking criticize her, and that's why she had her show canceled and all that stuff, and it's like, shut the fuck up. Leave her alone. Like, people make mistakes, and you never would have known about that mistake had she not been Roseanne Barr.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I feel bad for her.
1: I feel bad for everyone no one understands the world? people. they just don't yeah <laughs> unfortunately like, i feel yeah, bad for that's everybody. i do too ended up in my last relationship i just felt bad for all these people out here
0: <laughs> right you're like i really didn't even like him i just felt really bad for him <laughs> i'm
1: so sorry
0: <laughs> i felt so bad for him he's fucking hasn't paid his taxes in 10 years he, he doesn't have any fucking hair the only thing he fucking has is a fucking landscaping business and the only reason he still has that is because he fucked all his clients
1: oh my gosh
0: it's a sad sad world (laughs) sorry (gasps) oh man i mean it's the truth
1: i can't deny that (laughs) i just still feel bad for people
0: you're like i still feel bad for him because now he doesn't have me and he's i mean i don't still committing tax evasion or whatever the fuck it is fraud i mean what the fuck
1: yeah, boy, go file them damn taxes. Quit chasing that kitty. <laughs> kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> Quit chasing that kitty cat. He's um,
0: mowing lawns all right. Yeah, he is. Whacking them bushes. Whacking them bushes <laughs> down. Every fucking husband on out in Independence, it's like, oh, damn, man. check your wives, hide your wives. Oh,
1: I've tried to warn some of them. Their wives blocked me. I'm like, oh, sorry, just letting your husband know so that, you know, he's not Did they something.
0: block you on their husband's account?
1: Yeah. How the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, hey, just so you know, because this has happened in the past between them, I'm letting you know it's happening again.
0: My husband's coming over there and whacking your bushes, all of them, (laughs) including the one that you're sleeping with. Uh,
1: The one one that you're married married to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they don't, they're just like, oh my gosh, that girl's husband or whatever girlfriend wrote my husband, so I'm going to block her. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Mm -hmm. that's sad. So I quit doing that because then it just made me look like the crazy one. And I'm like, okay, well, everybody's got to find out on their own. I did. Right. I'm sure eventually they will because
0: when you're in a pattern of doing something like that and you're not getting caught, regardless if it's cheating or something criminal, you're not going to stop until you get caught. And sometimes you don't even stop then, you know? It's like robbing a bank. You know the people that rob banks, they only yeah, you're like, they what? never do it once.
1: They're like I'm yeah. gonna go one more time. Yeah. Greedy well, bastards. One more time. Oh man, I got caught. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, what'd you do? Well, you know. Yeah. What? You had so much money you could have gone anywhere.
0: Right. Instead you went back to fifth third, you dumb bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> why would you go back? Or like the people that do like jewelry heists, it's like just fucking one and done. I was in jail with a woman that agreed. I was... Yeah, agreed. I was in jail with a woman that did a jewelry heist. She's like, you know, I made like $750,000 in two minutes.
1: What the fuck?
0: But I looked at her. I was like, well, you really didn't make shit because you're sitting here. You know? Yeah, but you have now. Except your story. Yeah. We got out the same day. That was cool. <laughs> but she got to go... She got to go to a halfway house, I think, in um, downtown, <coughs> Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati. And I thought I was going to go... <laughs> jokes on me bitch they were like yeah you're gonna go about a half hour south and i was like oh cool because you know half hour south from butler is like here yeah florence
1: i'm going home so i was
0: like i'm fucking going home bitch fuck y'all yeah half hour plus four hours added on they just kept driving and driving and i'm not kidding you like two hours in i look over at him and i'm like what in the fuck are we doing i'm about to tuck and roll out this bitch (coughs) and sorry, yeah what will that out and I'm about to talk and roll out of this bitch and he's like yeah I said can we stop at a gas station he's like well now that we're like halfway there I'm like halfway what the fuck where are you taking me he's like oh we're going to Ironton Ironton I've never even fucking heard of Ironton mind you I've never even knew that that place- welcome to Ironton yeah welcome to Ironton never even knew that this place existed so the whole entire time I'm like I just need a cigarette that's all I want and so he stops at the store he buys me a pack of L&M's yuck I want to fucking puke thinking about it and a fucking I don't even know what I got to drink I think I just got water and I just thought he's like yeah you can't run because where are you gonna go and I didn't have a phone because obviously the feds fucking took my phone when they arrested me And I'm like, we still have another two hours to go. And he's like, yeah. I was like, I really want to fucking. I hope somebody pulls into this fucking gas station and runs me over right now is what I thought. And then we get down to Ironton and it. Everything that you're thinking that it is right now is exactly what the fuck it is. Just, you know, nothing, nothing. But just fucking dead grass. It's a dead town, Truthless. except for
1: no tumbleweeds.
0: Yeah, toothless. Um, and and it's just a rehab. That's the thing. It's it's it. The whole town, the um pastor. I don't know if he's a pastor, if he's a preacher. I don't. I don't really know what he is, but he has purchased all the houses there and turned them into rehab houses, which I think is really fucking awesome. I really do. Like I back that. And without that place, I wouldn't be who I am today. Okay, so let me get that fucking out the way but when I got there I was like I'm fucking running I'm leaving fuck this place well it was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre like wrong turn four because if I were to fucking run where was I going to run to every every fucking house on that block in a fucking four mile radius was a rehab house that belonged to mended reeds so I couldn't run anywhere
1: yeah like when Jessica Beale gets back to the grocery store
0: yeah and they own it too yeah it's the same people I was like what the fuck So then, and not only that, but then you go even further, like six miles past the grocery store. They got like a little B-dubs there and shit. And they own houses back there too. And I'm just like, wow, I could never get it. I could never have had escaped, you know? I was just like, well, I guess I'm here now.
1: I guess that's the point of it. Right. Bitch, you stuck. Yeah, I was stuck,
0: (laughs) stuck, stuck. And I remember I was so fucking homesick, dude. I was just so miserable in the beginning. And, you know, it's a story for, it's a podcast for another day because it was fucking intense. And everybody, a lot of people were from Columbus and I really hit it off. You know, I still have, obviously, like I have girls, they are like my sisters. I mean, we have a different kind of bond because we've all healed and, done recovery together and been through some of the worst fucking times of our lives in that place but in the beginning you know some of the girls down there they have such a thick accent some of the employees there and you're just like you never left this fucking town (laughs) it's kind of like independence
1: do we have accents I don't feel like it
0: well the only reason I don't feel as if we have an accent is because everybody on TV sounds like me yeah Every time they all I,
1: sound like me, so we're all the same, right? Unless they're from Boston or the UK or something, then I'm like, okay, they have the accent, not me, right?
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and obviously that's expected when they're from the north or the south. You know what I mean? But I'm not. I, we're right in the middle. Yeah, we're. And you know what's crazy? I'm not even trying to sound unintelligent right now, and I know people are going to make fun of me for this, but I just found out last year. That we're considered Mid or are we midwestern the we're midwest on the East side no, I know we're on the east side, but we're midwest
1: what I'm not yeah, I'm a midwestern
0: no yeah, yeah we're the midwest
1: <laughs> I gotta research this shit. I'm a
0: Midwestern person, so are you I'm pretty sure
1: let me let do me. some research yeah let me double check here oh my gosh. There's a lot of things in life I still don't know. I'm learning. Yeah, and I was confused.
0: I was like, "How are we mid,
1: middle west, midwestern?" I can understand why we're mid something because we're in the middle, but we're on the east coast. Yeah, we're midwest. Hold
0: on, midwest is Delaware, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Okay, I don't take that. Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota. So listen, I was confused as to why the fuck we were mid. Oh wait, wait, Mid East. Wait, what are we? Let me look at this shit. No, we're Midwest. Which states do you consider to be part of the Midwest? Yeah, we're Midwest, okay? So I was confused because if we're Midwest, right?
1: Where's the East?
0: Where's the East? I guess that would be like Pennsylvania and fucking Maine or whatever, right? But my thing is...
1: Then what are people in California Why are
0: we on Eastern Standard Time if we're fucking Midwest? (laughs) Midwest. That's what I don't get. And what the fuck do they consider? What is California then? What are they? Who who
1: are the Mideaster? Are they just East? (laughs) I don't understand. Are they Eastern people? Someone explain this to us.
0: What is... So, so obviously, we know that, like, the people that are are in... uh, i thought
1: midwesterns were like bobby don't you know not me i thought midwest i thought midwest was like kansas not kentucky did you yeah anywhere but kentucky yeah so
0: i just learned i'm glad i'm not i'm on the same you're on the same page as me because i just learned that last year and i'm telling you i'm still having very a very fucking hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that they consider that to be to us, I'm a Midwestern. I'm a Midwest person. How the fuck am I a Midwest person? Is there even a Middle Eastern, Mid-Eastern? I, I don't know. I didn't even know that this kind of stuff existed until last year, right? And then I always heard people introduce themselves like, yeah, my name's so-and-so. And I'm, um, you know, Midwest girl from da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, so I, I see that a lot on TikTok as well. And I'm like, Midwest?
1: what state are you from
0: and then i see people from kentucky say midwest and i'm like what the fuck we're eastern standard time
1: wait when i look it up it says middle eastern refers to asian or northern african
0: no 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 look at you got to look up the united states i did
1: i said what is considered middle eastern in the united states or is it just called mid eastern
0: oh what is it (laughs) that's what it came up with so here here's here's what they're saying so we're midwest right And And Mountain Prairie, what? So there's Northwest, Northeast, Southeast, Southwest, and Mountain Prairie. I didn't even know that was a thing either. Are they sure about this? No, there's Midwest. The South, Southwest. I don't know. There's so many different like maps of this. Anyway, it's fucking confusing. But I
1: honestly, they did not teach us good in history. Welcome to Kentucky. Right. And I just figured that like. But wait, you know, on this map here, it says we are mid east and mid west is like
0: mid east.
1: Yeah. Look, Midwest what is is like Washington state? But is that just like geographical? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to come back on the next podcast and know our, our answer to this. OK,
0: Remember? I guess I'm not geographically inclined. I don't know. But because what I was thinking is. I honestly thought that, like, Ohio, Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, I thought that was just, like, considered, and, like, in Washington, I I thought that was, like, north. And then you had, like, northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast, and then that's it. I didn't know we had mid, 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 nothing. And if we were mid, I would think that we would be middle east, mid-eastern, mid-east, whatever because we're Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. How can we be West anything if we're not on, what? what is what, what is West time? Central?
1: I don't know. Why do they have all these fucking words for different things?
0: I don't know. And then Mountain
1: Standard Time. Just we're fucking here. We're Kentucky.
0: You know, we grew up in, we grew up in Kentucky and whenever we go on vacation, I really don't tell anybody that and it's not that I'm embarrassed, but then again, I guess maybe it is something underlined maybe like some underlying secondhand embarrassment or some of some sort because whenever I go on vacation I literally just say I'm from Cincinnati which I I have been I am I am because I'm telling you now when we say we're from Kentucky everybody thinks that we run around with a fucking drumstick of KFC chicken and no fucking shoes just barefoot running down a back dirt road that sounds like the life to me and and don't get me wrong I'm not against that life whatsoever. But that's not the life that we grew up in because we grew up seven minutes from Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. And also, I feel like it's depicted on like a lot of TV shows. They pick the worst people to like
0: every time interview on the news to have you rep seen?
1: Kentucky. Like they don't have any teeth. They and I'm not saying anything about that. Whatever. Maybe they can't afford dentures, but I can't even afford shit for my own mouth. But I'm just saying, like, they pick the worst people ever. And they're like, yeah, down here in Kentucky. And I'm like, what part of Kentucky are you from? They, <laughs> pick, I've never <laughs> seen it.
0: Yeah. They pick the person that's, like, dating their mom, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> incest in their family. They don't, like, do y- you know what I mean? Like, they're dirty. I mean, seriously. Like, take a fucking bath. Let, like, choose somebody that took a bath today to fucking interview. Why are you interviewing that guy?
1: I've never seen like That's fucking like Us
0: That's brewing fucking moonshine. moonshine in the background I don't understand
1: Well it's like not... even people Like you know You see like people on TV From Tennessee That are brewing moonshine And they have all their teeth And they have some scents And then you go To Hazard Kentucky Or somewhere I don't freaking know where And Eastern Kentucky Is A very
0: And, and statistically speaking And if we're going to Stereotype Okay Cause Let's Let's be honest here Stereotypes are a thing, and they are a thing because they just so happen to sometimes, possibly, more than likely. I'm pulling a David here, be true. And could maybe possibly, maybe, sometimes,
1: probability, percentage,
0: yeah, in there, and maybe might be true, but but we may. And so, speaking about the people that are in like the Appalachian Appalachian
1: Appalachian
0: Appalachian Mountains in Eastern Kentucky, the poverty level is fucking insane. Okay, and I mean this: these people, the
1: Hatfield and McCoys, or something.
0: I. I don't know but you know that they are putting because they cannot afford things so it's like what do we drink they're putting Mountain Dew in baby bottles and that isn't because they're just ignorant I mean they don't have clean water yeah they don't they don't have clean water these these kids really they don't have money to buy these children's shoes they don't have money these children go to school with no shoes no coats dirty because they don't they don't even have some of them don't have running water this is a very like the poverty level is insanely fucking high if you have a chance to really dive deep into anything besides the philip chisholm case that we talked about in the beginning of this go down a rabbit hole into eastern kentucky there is money to be had there but go into the poverty level It is insane. And that's why sometimes it really fucking frustrates me. This is my opinion. I may lose some listeners for this, but it really fucking frustrates me when you have fucking Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt adopting these children that are from fucking China. Cool. Go ahead. Do what you do, baby. That's fine. But we have children here in the United States that not only need adopted, but they need fucking financial assistance to fucking... Medical care. To survive. Like, these children have their teeth rotted out by the age of four all of them like when they get their adult teeth they're gone so it's not like they grew up and they became an adult and it's like
1: a, a environmental toxic cycle because then they have kids and then they have kids and they don't
0: know any better at this point and they don't it's a systematic
1: know. it's not like you and i would be like well just don't have kids right but they don't grow up in that same kind of mindset like that
0: right and it's it's just it's a vicious cycle. And, I mean, for God's sakes, they can't even afford birth control. A pack of condoms. I don't even know if they know what condoms are at this point. I mean, seriously, because it's not like they can afford any kind of television or anything. These these people are the poorest of the poor. It's like they live in a shed just to have some kind of roof over their head. Yeah. And I, you know and what I think,
1: mean? think, we've seen documentaries on people like this before. And those are the people that actually know there's technology out there, but there are some that don't even know that, that exists. Right. Exactly. Like, what's that show? The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, it's scary. Wrong term? Yeah. That kind of stuff. And
0: I saw something, and it was like, she was so poor growing up that she would read the labels of household items, and... If it said that it wasn't toxic to eat, she would eat it, meaning she would eat scoops of formula, she would eat scoops of lotion, she would eat shampoo, she would eat makeup, anything that, candles, That's any, sad. yeah, anything that she could get her hands on that wasn't going to basically fucking kill her by digesting it, she would eat it. That's fucking poverty. And some of us, because we've never seen it, you know how like, you can't fucking see a skyscraper when you're standing in it. So some of us don't even can't even wrap our mind around the fact that that kind of fucking poverty level even exists in this in in this world.
1: When we're not our level of poor anymore, when we make a little bit of money, we should go down there and like help out.
0: I mean, I would love that if they would let us on their territory there. Yeah, I think they're very, very yeah. territorial because they don't want to be judged and they don't want anybody want to be mocked and infringed or yeah they don't want to be mocked you know what I mean like that's their life they don't want somebody they don't want to feel like somebody's coming down there like better than them you know and I honestly think that if you look this up it's a very humbling very very humbling experience and revelation to realize that like this is fucking happening in the United States
1: I hope people realize that we have such a d h d that we go from like
0: murders to fucking <laughs> I lost my job to
1: cracking up, laughing about shit to like hey, by the way, support the
0: yeah kids of oh Kentucky. also for any of you guys that are new listeners, um I'm sorry that this podcast is a little long, but we had a fucking rant today, but anyway, for anybody that's a new listener, anybody i mean even if you're not a new listener and you're joining us again um I have joined with the Happiness Project. It is a company that supports mental illness, mental health, I should say. And um, they give 15% of all their proceeds to mental health facilities, mental health, anything. Anything that has to do with mental health, that's where their proceeds go. And they choose different revenues, like different paths to give each time. I have a TikTok, Truly Crystal Turner. Everything's linked there. Their hoodies are between 60 and $70, but they also have t-shirts that are $35. They have stickers. They have keychains. They have socks. They have hats. And I just think it's a really good company to support. I mean, mental health is the ground, the root of everything, especially when, you know, healthcare is so expensive. We really need to nourish our bodies. We need to nourish our mind. And by nourishing our mind, it nourishes our soul and it pours over into the people around us and then those people, it pours over into those people and it really just helps the world all around. And I would really appreciate it. If you can't afford it, I completely understand, but I would appreciate it if you guys could just go show them some love. Um, you know, I think that people really get it messed like mixed up sometimes when I'm asking for support. People always think that they have to send me something off Amazon to my p.o box or they think that they have to purchase something off of my marketplace or my shop on tiktok and that's just not the case supporting me is just leaving a comment sharing sending a letter sharing liking my post that does more for me in my heart than you sending me
1: any monetary
0: material things and we really love you guys and we appreciate all your support and thank you for sitting with us and just listening to us bullshit
1: Happy weekend.
0: Have a great Saturday and we
1: will talk to you soon. Bye. Love you. Bye.